Previously on Toys! <laughs> Serafina and friends race to Icebire Hold to rescue Pip and Nilsa, who are kidnapped by the infamous Stone Cold Reavers. This frozen keep isn't just a mercenary hideout, though. We talked about them followers of Abathor. Got agreed that a handful of dwarves were into a century or two ago. Also might remember me gabbing about how most of them got dead after various acts of stupidity. When that temple got swallowed up into the earth, their military commander, Delsandra Emzar, was miles away in her own keep called Axholm. That's a story for another time now, but suffice to say, Delsandra and her handful of surviving warriors had bountiful motivations to hightail it up to the mountains for a bit while Abathor cooled off. Lucky for her, dwarves have a knack for defending their mountains, and stone by stone, Icespire Hold got built. Unlucky part was that gods ain't too well known for the whole forgive and forget routine. But then I probably don't gotta tell you that, now do I? Just as the last block went into place, Abathor cursed the whole damn thing. Made it just a bit too nice. All at once, the other dwarf clans, countless barbarian tribes, and just about every orc worth their tusks looked up and saw that prime piece of real estate claimed by a few dwarf greybeards. Delcindra held out for a few years, but got thrown off the mountain by some invader who didn't even last long enough to make to the history books. She might have been gone, but the curse stayed put. Places changed hands more time than a lantern world clock. Them teeth ripper orcs were the most recent kings of the keep. Had it for a while, too. When that white dragon flew down from the north, well... I can't help but think old Abathor whispered how comfy a bed that frozen roof might make and how all that dwarf-hewn stone could hide a horde rather well. This is Doyce. We're be- the beginning of the-, the end. By the way, my name's David. I run this game, I guess. And my... Both game and life partner. She's here too. What's her name? My name is Marisa. What's your role in this whole thing? <laughs> My name is Serafina. I'm a bard and I'm a halfling too. Serafina, I'm a strong heart, and I like the color blue. <laughs> Ooh, new backstory. I love this. <laughs> Serafina, about to slay a dragon in Fendelin. That's that's my name. I'm Serafina Tealeaf. Amazing. I'm a bard and a halfling and a soldier. I'm all these things. And so much more. So yeah, let's see. Last time we left off, your best friend, the wing baby, the manticore child that you saved way back in the beginning, kind of flew you up to the, uh, I guess, the ledge of this mountain. And then you told Wing Baby to kind of hide as the dragon, I think, came right after that and kind of um, landed on top of this weird castle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you see that little windy little pathway, you'll have to go through that. And it's kind of hard to imagine this in three dimensions, maybe. At least it is for me. But as you go further up on this path, it, it goes higher it inclines i guess you could say um toward the top and there's two kind of uh structures here one is it's a smaller structure like where the entrance is and there's another bigger like kind of stereo more stereotypical kind of castle type thing okay so it's very cold there's wind blowing i guess to where the north is like this way if you go, if you fall off this ledge that way, it's you're going to go right down this mountain. It's going to be real bad news to the, I guess, the south side of where you're looking. 
is an incline that goes up. What's the plan? It's howling wind. It's so cold. You can, um, as, as you found out pretty easily, the, uh, this ice dragon is kind of just magically theoretically through no fault of its own, perhaps changing the environment to just a cold winter. You're almost at the middle of summer and this might be, you know, the coldest you've ever been. Also you're on t- like high in a mountain too, which is also cold, but it's almost blizzard esque. And this is a very narrow uh, path here. If you can see those little um, squares, the little grid, each of those represents five feet. So this is maybe a five foot wide um, path. That's kind of carved into this mountain. Dangerous for sure. And um, let's see, I did say I wanted to remind you some things, although you did some homework, so you probably don't need this reminder, but this is kind of the culmination here. So it's probably going to be very dangerous. I think this is, you know, the, the hardest encounter they've made in this module here, the last one. So be careful. The, the odds are stacked against you. Everyone might not make it. We do have our beloved NPCs. And we gave uh, Shanjan the same uh, benefit that you have, where you have to have a, if they do ever go to zero hit points, you still have to make death saves. And if you do, if you fail three of the death saves, then, you, then you're then dead. It's going to be hard to bring you back. Although, and you have that same thing. You have the three death saves, although Snook does not have that benefit. Also, oh, <laughs> there's two children in here also don't have that benefit. So definitely watch out. And... If you do fall below zero, though, you've very uh, wisely, perhaps, saved from near the beginning, I think, the Dwarven Temple, this diamond, which is a uh, a component to cast Resurrection. If you do have to come to that, although you only have one, so it's like a get-out-of-the-afterlife-free card, perhaps. Okay. Um, you also have some healing potions, and you got a couple more. Um, let's see, he gave you five, so you should have two extra between yourselves. Also, you have a bunch of healing spells. Shanjan has many as well. And you have Bardic Inspiration, which we almost never use, but that lets Serafina kind of do a little ditty, and they get better at their roles for a certain amount of time. Um, and I think those are all the reminders I really want to remind you of. <laughs> And try to be as redundant as possible. Cool. Yeah, so what's the plan? What are you doing? So I need to go south. Yeah. And I think you should be able to see the yeah, you should the entrance theoretically is down here. There's a little okay. door there. Right. Um, what do you say what do you say to Shanjan and Snook Snook? I think they're both and maybe look over your shoulder to them as of course Seraphine is leading the way and they both look terrified, but they would, they're trying to, you know, not let you see that, but you know them both pretty well. Right. So I think, uh, I'd probably want to just be like, um, okay. So I've got Shanjan. I've got Snook. Um, where's the wing baby? Uh, he dropped you off and I believe you told him to go hide somewhere. That's right. Hide. Um, all right. So Serafina is going to be strong, you know, cause she is very, um, uh, she's a soldier, you know? And so she looks at Shanjan and all of a sudden she gets like a flashback, um, from her time in the war with Shanjan and, maybe she like stiffens up like really straight and like stands really, really tall. And she just kind of starts kind of like softly talking to herself. And I think Shanjan would lean over and a a little bit and you can hear Serafina doing like her, um, her drill sergeant like stuff. So like under her breath, she's Mm. like, she's like left, right, left, hold left, right, left, hold. And so she's like trying to motivate herself to like move forward. And so she looks up at Shanjan and Snook and says, 
All right. Are you three ready to, to move forward? Shanjan just kind of was out of her, out of it for a second. But then as you started doing that marching thing, probably he's just like, just kind of slowly nods. What, what did he call you? Were you like a, did you have a rank? Were you like sergeant or? I can't remember lady? how, like what we said. I thought it was just a soldier or something, but I don't remember. Yeah. So maybe he, um, instead of that, he might say, um, just, you know, nod and just like, uh, we, we've, we've faced worse. And he's kind of staring at this dragon. That's maybe like just barely visible on the roof of this castle, like the flat roof of this castle, I should say with, it's just like jagged kind of icicle spikes kind of, you know, uh, peeking out from the, the roof from your vantage point. And this, this was a huge dragon again. It's like as big as an elephant would be, but it flies and is full of spikes and teeth and terrible breath weapon. Hmm. But, and oh, and you, your scars from that last ice dragon that you fought in the war. Mm. I think maybe you weren't even noticing, but you realize you've been just been holding those, uh, those old wounds. Do they hurt now? Do they pulse? How do they feel? I thought we top. I thought we covered this the last episode. I'm not hundred percent sure. So I don't know if like, this is going to be the same thing as I said before. Um, but I think that the scars from her first battle with the dragon are like cold to the touch and um, kind of has like, you could see like blue veins underneath her skin Ooh, yeah. that are, that are kind of like glowing in a weird way, you know, like they're like kind of just lightly glowing. So they're bright and very bright, like brighter than like blue veins you see on your arm or hand or whatever. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's it's just so incredibly cold to it. I I assume as are you um like doing your march up this path? Yeah. Yeah, so you can go ahead and move your character or all three of them if you want, like slowly. Um and I think as you're kind of walking up, the wind is just howling. You have to probably hold like a hand um to the wall next to you that you know is the, the cliff of this mountain that goes up. And probably as you blink, you can kind of, it's weird because it makes noise and you realize, oh, my eyelashes are frozen. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. And although interestingly, maybe if you look back at Snook, um, who we said uh, all of his previously red uh, scales when you met him Mm -hmm. now kind of came in white and he doesn't seem to be affected by this cold at all, though definitely affected by, (laughs) fear at least i'm cold now there you go (laughs) uh so evocative right (laughs) yeah so yeah i think that like it she like can feel herself like shivering a little bit um and but she's so cold she almost doesn't feel the cold and Mm. she um she's got one hand like on her scars and then the other one is, you know, doing like her uh, soldier march, you know, and like swinging her arm back and forth and like very purposefully. And she looks at Snook and just says, um, you're very brave creature Snook. (laughs) I don't know if it's a boy or not. (laughs) Um, You're a very brave creature, Snook. I promise you that um, we will find your friends and make it out alive. And then kind of looks at Shanjin and like gives a nod, like being, you know, be encouraging. He kind of just licks his eye like that, which should be impossible based on this cold, but whatever. And he um, just kind of nods and just says, uh, Snook. Just kind of points like this little curved talon up where the dragon is and just puts his, you know, talon over his lips as if like, shh. So then, you know, Serafina understands that like, he's telling her to, 
be quiet because the dragon's right there. And so she she nods to him and she makes a motion with her hand that, you know, to not talk. And she looks up at Shan Jan and, you know, pats his shoulder and does the same thing where she puts her hand over her mouth and says, you know, shakes her head no, and then looks forward and then starts marching again. I think the uh, the wind is howling like very loudly too. And Shan Jan just over the wind is just like, oh, so we don't, we should stop talking. Smart. Uh, let Sarah, me stop now. Talk. I should Sarah stop Pina this. Okay. Just like, you know, kind of jumps up and like puts her hand over his mouth and is just like, you know, shaking her head no and like, like forcibly stopping him from talking. Yeah. And I think he just nods as if like, oh, yeah, duh. He hit, maybe he hits his forehead like, oh, I should have thought of that. And he so, kind of he's clutching the, his uh his staff of bird calling <laughs> and just kind of using it as a walking stick to get through this. I probably snow and everything on this path. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So Serafina looks up and she sees this dragon, and she sees that it's like sort of like breathing really heavy. So she can like see it's like wings and the arch of its back, like going up and down. Mm, yeah. And it kind of sounds like, I mean, it only takes you a second or two to realize, Oh, it's snoring now. Maybe, maybe I'm going to move you folks over here. I wasn't sure how far we should move. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I was like taking little baby steps. Yeah, well, thanks I- DM. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the, the dragon is like right there. like So it's pretty close. You can see just, like I said, like these spikes, like icicle-like spikes coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I have that picture of what it looked like? Yes, I do. Yes. How smart of me. It looked like this when it was flying about. Almost like the scales are frozen over and it kind of made them into jagged like icicles coming off of it, which is really good news for everybody. Hmm. Yeah, so like I said, it is incredibly um, windy too. So do you want to perhaps make a skill check to see how well you traverse this treacherous, dangerous path? Sure. How do you think you're doing it? Just very carefully or? Uh, I think because she's a trained um, soldier uh, and she's been, she's been in this similar situation in the past in the war. So she is very familiar with like, you know, placing her feet that she won't slip. I think like, again, like all of her soldier training just kind of kicks into gear and she kind of clings to the wall a little bit, you know, like stays close to the wall and like just takes really purposeful steps. And, and with each step, she kind of like, you know, touches the wall just to make sure that like, oh, that's still there. Yeah. So yeah, I think she's doing it really carefully, basically. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is that the answer you were looking for? Yeah, I'm trying to apply that to a skill check. I feel like, um, I think normally this would be an acrobatics check. Right. But I think you've kind of uh, explained this in a way that you could do athletics instead if you want. And athletics is better for you. That's kind of your uh, soldier training. Okay. But yeah, it's, um, it's a plus four versus a plus seven for you, so... I will let you choose and it could be interesting to, to fail too. Um, I mean, I definitely think it's more athletics than anything. Yeah. Go for it then. All right. Athletics ready. Yeah. So as she's walking, she's placing her feet very gently, but also very fast, like, you know, lifting her knees up and then she's like, holding onto the wall as she goes so she doesn't like lose her balance. And also I think she sort of wants to make sure that she doesn't get lost in the snow. Mm, Um, So she's just making sure like the wall is there. And then, you know, anytime she sees like a jagged area in the, in the pathway or even like a big rock or something, you know, that might be like covered in snow, she sort of just like dodges around it really quick as she's like, you know, making her way to down this path. Mm, Yeah. So athletics. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Very easily. You got a 19. Yeah. You did great. Yeah. And you are able to see a little bit more as you kind of round this curve, like over here, uh, 
above you, you see the path keeps going on and there's a, there's like a bridge that like a stone bridge, you know, that connects these two structures up ahead. Mm-hmm. It's, it's higher than you are now, but you kind of very expertly get over here. Let me reveal some more to you. Woo. <laughs> he's revealing more. <laughs> yeah. I, I might be playing a little, uh, generous with you because it is supposed to be like a blizzard type thing. So you probably can't see too far ahead of you, but whatever. Thanks for being generous DM. Oh, sure. Oh, you do have those goggles, right? That let you, or I guess that's only in dark. I don't know if that would help too much in a snowstorm situation, but yeah. So do you keep trucking along? I assume. Uh, yeah, I think she, um, is just mostly trying to be quiet because of that, uh, well said alligator. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a much different scenario for sure. <laughs> Just instantly Quiet. die in a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold blooded. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I think at that point she's just like kind of, you know, trucking along, being quiet, jumping, probably jumping over rocks and, you know, maybe even, um, helping snoop you know like again like you said holding hands and everything oh yeah i do want to say maybe something um not auspicious the opposite of that ominous is uh you can see the entrance over there like from where you are it's a it's above you you know mm-hmm. and you can't really see it too clearly from here but it's like crimson on the snow it's crimson on the snow around the entrance yeah so like possibly blood or maybe someone who's very messily eating some spaghettios oh um yeah or they were painting their nails and they dropped their red nail polish everywhere. yeah it would be a lot of red nail polish but yeah dragons have big toes you know you're not wrong so yeah we're uh go ahead and move your your friend wherever you're going i mean aren't i just still going down that path yeah is this the entrance uh no <laughs> i guess well, the map told you what it is, but this is the gatehouse. Is what this separate building is. Oh. Oh. More map. Oh, no. <laughs> this is her spooky, windy, um, cold music. Oh, yes, please. that is the the side of the building kind of there's some treacherous rocks here i keep saying treacherous some uh dangerous slippery perhaps rocks someone loves a thesaurus <laughs> i need one so you can, and you can also see the keep over here um looks like there was some kind of avalanche kind of thing or some kind of something that broke apart a lot of the wall and it fell down over to in front of this path too that you're going to have to walk through. Mm-hmm. But if you see this like a uh, blue line. Yes, I do. Yeah. That's like a big ice wall. Mm. But yeah. Are you still uh trucking on this? This uh, So this ice wall that I'm looking at on the other side, can I see anything or um, is it just like a, a wall of ice? You can see the shadows of kind of the, the walls, what's left of the walls of the keep beyond it okay that's why i tried to give you some extra room for the the visibility there to see where the walls are but something definitely broke the actual stone walls of this place and then a lot of them fell over this path that you're about to go through and probably they're frozen over too so yeah how do you think you're getting past this uh these kind of frozen debris or just very carefully still or is there anything special you're going to do is that all that debris is in front of me, right? Yeah, it should be on the map, right? You can see. Yeah, it. yeah. I just wanted to make sure I was looking at that right. Yeah. And then <laughs> this this again 
is very dangerous because this side, um, I guess to to your left at this point, if you fall down, this is you falling down the mountain. Where? To your left. Oh. Like the west side. Okay. Yeah, the map is kind of interesting. Like that little crease that happens, you would fall down there and then keep falling down kind of forever. Hmm. Okay. So then uh, very quietly, she sees the rocks and she, you know, kind of does one of those very like protective things where she like, you know, kind of moves back with her body and she's got both of her arms out at their sides and kind of takes Snook especially. And she like looks down and she sees this cliff and it's just like millions of miles down, or at least from what she can tell, because it's all snowy. So she takes her arm, her left arm swoops Snook back behind her. And she looks at Snook and puts her finger up to her lips, like to be safe, quiet, and then points over to the edge, you know, and, and looks down and, and she quietly says, stay close to the wall, Snook. And then just kind of like leads him, guides him towards the wall. And then she looks up at Shanjan and she says, you know what we have to do? Oh, he might, but I don't. What do you have to do? Um, I think they're going to need to figure out how to get over the rocks, right? So um, I think she maybe needs to do a spell or something. Mm, yeah. What kind of spell are you thinking? I don't know. Let me look at them. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Shanjan just holds his uh, bird calling staff closer. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what if it's like this? Like, it's just like, like random. Like, caw, 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 caw. Yeah, and Stokes like, no, no, no. Um. All right, spells. Here we go. Oh, yeah, actually, I guess the way this is, is that once you get to, like, past this place, like, where the, the rocks actually kind of start, mm -hmm. I guess, since both of them are mountains, you're actually going to be in, like, a valley, so you probably won't have too much danger of falling to your death, although this area will be falling to your death, so. Right. And then uh, as far as using my spells, can I use one on these rocks right now and still like be able to use some later or what? Yeah. So I guess let's explain how spells work. You have a certain number of slots per day. Um, oh, I think you should be at full. I don't know why you were below that. Probably didn't reset. But um so those cantrip spells, of which you have three, you can use them as many times as you want forever. They mm -hmm. never run out. Um, first level, you have four. You can use four of them until you like sleep and regain your vitality or whatever again. Mm -hmm. And then you also have second level spells, which are further down, and you have three of those that you can use per day. And sometimes, if you if you want, you can use a first level spell as a second level spell to make it more powerful. Hmm. But you're going to use one of your second level slots in that case. You don't have to use different ones. Like you could, you have shatter invisibility and cloud of daggers, for instance, you don't have to use them each once. You could use invisibility three times if you want. It's up to you. Just as long as you don't do a total of three or over a total of three. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, kind of, I guess, but so as far as this goes, can I use one and still be okay for later? Or am I going to have to figure out how to uh, ability use my abilities to get over these rocks? Um, yeah, it's just depending on how you want to tackle it, really. Um, you could try to save these spells for the, the dragon or whatever is in the Stone Cold Reavers with their kidnapping mm. people. Uh, kidnap somewhere in there is, is another big problem. You could try to use a uh, just one of your skills again. But yeah, it's totally up to you. Do you think one of your spells would help out, especially? I mean, I was looking for something that would like clear the way. Hmm. 
Ooh, well, <laughs> I know one of them would be, but part of it is that it's very loud. Right. Yeah, I know. Are you thinking about the fireballs or? Oh, no, oh, your fireball necklace. That's true. That would be very loud as well. I was thinking the thunder wave would definitely. Oh, clear out. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunder but wave. Part Good of it old. is that it sounds like thunder. So quite loud. Good old trusty thunder wavy. Um, okay, so let me and, think. Yeah, let me help out. I'll check what Chandran has. I don't think he has anything that could help you either, though. No, he doesn't. Hmm. Ooh, actually, Guidance could help. I put it in the chat here if you want to read his spell there. That could help you if you want to do a um, skill check. It'll You get to add a 1d4 to whatever you roll. Okay. Let's go ahead and use uh, the guidance. I think she's going to need to use dexterity. Um, yeah. Is there a specific spill, spell that, um, or spill that you think is going to help? Just kind of a acrobatics type thing. I think I'm just going to like try to try to try to cross it, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I, maybe I do some sort of cool move. Mm, yeah, if you're doing a cool move, it's definitely acrobatics. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, I guess I could use my acrobatics again. I haven't really, like, used it in the past, so. Yeah, not really. Yeah, okay, I have an idea. Okay. All right, so what she does is she pushes, you know, Snook to the wall, and then she looks at him. And she picks up her mithril armor that she's wearing, right? Mm -hmm. Her little jacket, her little tunic or whatever. Yeah, like a dress, I guess. Yeah, and she picks it up like this, like over her head, and then motions with her right hand for Snook to like climb inside of her shirt. Okay. And so then she's like, you know, like, like goes like this. And I think Snook probably just kind of like, looks at her and blinks and like licks his eyeball <laughs> and then, and then just kind of, you know, like a, like when you see like a gecko, like sliding up a wall or whatever. Yeah. Crawling around. And so he like crawls inside of her shirt and like, like kind of flattens himself out. Okay. And then she's going to put the armor on over him and she's going to crouch really low because she knows that Shanjan can handle like walking over these, but she's worried about Snook. Mm, mm -hmm. And so she's going to like, you know, crouch down really low and then slowly one by one, just like hop on a uh, one of the jagged rocks and then just kind of like hop from one to the other one, like almost like hopscotch, you know? Oh, yeah, that's terrifying. I love that. Yeah, go ahead and give us a roll. See how well you do. For acrobatics, right? Yeah, I think that's how you described it. Oh, incredible. You didn't even you didn't even need that guidance. I was just gonna say, do I how do I use the guidance with that? Yeah, well you got a twenty, so you, you don't even need it. Okay. I mean, he did cast it, I guess, so let's see what that would be. Hey, twenty two total. Hmm. Incredible. So oh yeah, maybe uh uh, since you're being guided by Taimora, maybe it was some an element of luck to that too. Oh, and we, of course, we have to have the scene of every movie where you're, you know, going through a something high up, and one of these rocks, maybe there's like a layer of ice over it, and you it cracks, freeing the rock, and the rock kind of rolls and tumbles down this mountain, and everyone kind of watches it tumble down into icy mist oblivion below you. Right. It's like, Ooh, that's a long way down. Surely one of them says that change. And just like, yeah, that's a long way down. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of very carefully, probably with his, uh, staff kind of makes his way through that as well. Everyone kind of holds their breath, but you make it through. Yeah. And then, I'm going to move you a little bit. So you go under this um, bridge thing and you see that there's, uh, I think you can probably see on the map too, right? There's a, 
an ice wall there as well. Mm, is that but, an ice wall? <laughs> it looks like some sort of pathway. <laughs> yeah, there's like, uh, looks like that bridge above you. There was an ice wall that kind of blocked it, but you can kind of see from your angle that, oh, someone broke through it. Mm, okay. But yeah, so how, how are you, uh, are you doing anything special around this way? You're about to the entrance now. Um, I think maybe she, like, they take a moment and Serafina grabs the, the two of them and, like, crunch, uh, crouches, I almost said something completely different, um, crouches down and looks at uh, Snook and Shanjan face-to-face and, and grabs both of, both of their hands and just whispers, by the luck of Timora, may she keep us safe in our journey. If as long as we have each other, we will always be friends to the end. And then she like squeezes their hand and like gives them a knowing look and looks at Snook and says, Snook. <laughs> and, and then looks at Shanjan and says, there's no other soldier that I would want by my side other than you. I love that. And what a beautiful moment. R- very rudely interrupt it. Huh. How did I know you were going to do that? Okay. This, uh, this crossbow bolt, as you kind of are giving this pep talk sails right by you. I think, uh, yeah, I guess you don't even know it's a crossbow bolt, but some kind of arrow or missile goes right through you. Um, yeah, this missile kind of goes, maybe you instinct instinctively, maybe you both, you and Shanjan both kind of step, take a step away from each other as this missile kind of goes right by your noses hmm. and you look over to where it came from and you see these little arrow slits in the, this keep, you know, you know, like those little very narrow windows where archers can hide out. And it looks like there's definitely an archer in there. Okay. They don't like that. You're here. Probably. What do you do? Let's roll initiative, I guess. All right. Where's that? If you click on your, token the little um, option should come at the come up at the top and there's one that says roll in it which is oh. short for initiative my bad it was already up okay roll in it ready so seraphina sees it and they instinctually like um they instinctually uh lean back and as soon as they see that something flying at them like so now that they know that there's some sort of um crossbow shooter aiming for them the two you know seraphina grabs both of the guys and like you know yanks them down and look and then just points up to the air and goes stay low keep cover snook are you okay he's just looking around like his eyes are like even bigger than normal (laughs) all right yeah she rolled very well i mean he or she the archer Hopefully yeah. you can't see her name, but I, you probably can. Uh, I didn't hide her properly, but um, I rolled really well. But then I forgot how to turn the turn order thing on and rolled very poorly when I tried it again. So I'm going to give you that. Which one? The worst one. You're lucky. Oh. Oops. There you go. So we're actually starting off with Shanjan. Mm-hmm. So Shanjan's up first. He sees that he has been shot at and Shanjan. I'm just want to look at his stuff that he can do. Yeah. He's got some fun things, mostly healing kind of stuff. Sacred flame is his big, uh, offensive thing. Yeah. I'm looking at that, but it's tricky because it has to be a creature that you can see. And I don't think he can totally see this creature. Although, yeah, I'll give that to you. They're probably in the, um, like you can see at least a shadow behind the um, arrow slits. He, so he looks up and he sees like two eyes, like just staring back at him through the window. Mm, Terrifying. I love it. And then, you know, you see them like stare at each other and whoever this person is notices them too. And all of a sudden he decides, uh, he says, and he says very quietly to the other two, step back. 
And then um, he holds his bird, staff of bird calls in the air and he like just does one of these and goes for Timora and then bows his head, puts the staff back on his back and uses a sacred flame. Mm, yeah. That's awesome. So let's see, how does that work? So it's DC 15, I believe. So let's see how good she does. He or she, nobody knows. Ooh, did not make it. All right, so yeah, maybe you see uh, this room light up, like the windows kind of light up with silvery light. Okay. Um, ooh, yeah. Okay, so then you see Shanjan just get hit with one of these crossbow bolts and it sticks out of his, maybe his arm or something. And then you see kind of the shadow of this woman back there. Hmm. We'll say it's a woman, I guess. Who knows how you know, but you, you can tell. Um, so and then one of them hit him? Yeah. And then they disappear hmm. into this room and you can't see them anymore. Okay. Now it's your turn. Oh. So hers was the hit. But was he able to use his sacred flame on her? Yeah. You saw the room light up. So probably something happened, but hard to tell. Okay. All right. So Serafina um, grabs Shanjan and she just like looks at him and says, soldier. And uh, she's like very concerned, you know, about her friend. And so she looks at the wound, you know, and she's just like, and then looks up at the sky and says, for Timora. He got hit, but he's not that bad off. So he kind of just puts his hand up and just like, you know, through gestures and just knowing this person enough, he's just like, I, we're, we're fine. I'm okay. Let's, let's get this lady. Okay. So then Serafina, you know, nods, they give each other a knowing nod. And she decides to use her short bow. Yeah. The trick though is they uh, went back in this room. So you can't see where they're at now. Mm. Oh, okay. And she can't make noise. So I will say the entrance is very close, but looks like they're in this place that you're the entrance would lead to. I think that Serafina at this point will probably like, if she can't see for the short bow, then maybe she can cloud of daggers maybe, but you can't see her. Yeah. It's pretty tricky. All right. So then maybe she should just go straight for the main door. Yeah. Up to you. All right. So maybe Serafina just wants to go to the main door since she can't see anything. Mm -hmm. So you can move five of these squares. Oh, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) You're fine. I think it was there. One, two, three, four. Five. Yeah. And actually, if you want to do, you can do a dash. So if you're not going to attack, you can do your speed twice. So you can do another five. So you can probably get to the door, but then you can't really do anything else. You can, I mean, open it, but you can't go through it, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. And I will say now that you have a better look of this, there's all these like bodies, like tarbly grizzled corpses of these creatures mm-hmm. uh, by the doorway here. Looks like some of them were probably thrown off or something. Mm. Um, but probably in life, they, they look something like this. Oh. In fact, they, they're basically a um, snooks species called right. cobalt. And they're, they're like pieces of them. They're like, it's a very grisly scene right, right by the entrance here. Mm. It's like, oh, there's probably more than two, but it's hard to tell because you know, just disgustingly mangled and frozen over. So yeah. Okay. So you're, you're probably at the door then, right? Yeah. Do you open this door? It's like a big, heavy door, but you can just push it open. Are my friends with me? Not yet. No, I'm going to wait for them to catch up. Okay. Fair. Snook's next. What does he do? I think Snook would. Does he have any sort of abilities? Uh, yeah, I think I let you see his character sheet. It's basically just he can attack. Well, he can't really attack, so maybe he can also run. He's kind of a team person. He's got this pack tactics thing. That's about 
the only thing he has going for him. Well, then, so then he needs to run to catch up to Serafina, right? Yeah. Oh, man, is that speed right? Weird. He goes even slower than you somehow. I wonder if I made that. During the break, I can look that up again. Okay. So he only gets four, four squares? Yeah, and if he wants to dash, he can do it, you know, eight. How do you make him up for five, six, seven, eight? Okay, so he's still behind me, but he's closer. Yeah, that's fair. And then it's back to Shanjian. Okay. So he as a human-sized person can go quite faster. He's got a uh, six squares. Okay. Well, he's he just wants to catch up as well, and he sees Snook, and he's just like, "Oh, wait for me!" And you know, like very quietly. So she was one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, and if he does a dash, he can do it again. Yeah, he can. He can get also get there. <laughs> to the uh, door. So that's the end of his turn. And you see someone in the shadows over here. Mm. Uh-oh. Kind of come up to the door. Yeah. And Serafina is just like looking at the door and she's like, you know, trying to figure out if she can just push it open or if she has to go around or something. So she's just kind of like inspecting and maybe doesn't see the person behind her. Wow. Uh, somehow she, she, uh, another crossbow bolt just kind of flies off into the distance and then, they uh, disappear back into the darkness beyond, beyond this uh, this window. That's, I mean, not even above you, basically. Now it's like on level with you. Mm. And you hear kind of maybe inside above the wind, like some mechanical noises, possibly of a crossbow being reloaded. Uh-oh. And then it's back to you, Serafina. Okay. So you open this, opening this door now. Yeah, I think it's time to go ahead and open the door. So she um, sees all the dead creatures at her at her feet and just kind of like shuffles them off to the side a little bit. But like very, you know, being respectfully doing so at the same time, you know, um, like gingerly just kind of like, you know, moving it off to the side. And then she takes her arms and she looks up at this giant door and she slowly pushes it forward. Yeah. So what you see is um, I revealed on the map here kind of like a stable mm. with a uh, five places one of them's empty the closest one to you is empty is and that she... Toblerone? <laughs> huh Hargy <laughs> tour oh no none of, none of these horses look familiar to you Toblerone would have been a damn fine horse name i'm kind of <laughs> sad about that um i mean they're new to you any one of them could be called to- Toblerone we don't know Toblerone so there's Toblerone there's uh, <laughs> Almond Joy. There's um, Noun. No, 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 no. Uh, there's, um, oh gosh, what is that other one called? Ritter Sport. What is that? Oh, yeah. one, is def- one is definitely named Shamrock. Shamrock, Al- Almond Joy, Toblerone, and Ritter Sport. Yes, uh, absolutely. There's little plaques in front of all of them that say those exact names. <laughs> Jay, you see these uh, four horses that kind of, they look kind of stressed out and they look over at you in surprise as you come in. Um, there's like hay everywhere, you know, they're like tied up to these uh, stables, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. you know how stables work. Yeah. And then there's this man at the end of the hall. Kind of like this kind of stately. Oh, no. And you, you've seen this person before, but it's been weeks for Serafina and perhaps a year for us, <laughs> or for Marisa at least. But he's one of these stone cold reavers that you saw before. Oh. And he kind of comes around the corner um, as you come out, kind of looks at you sternly. Um, I mean, he's based kind of on, um, I said they're all kind of, it seems to me like they're based on. Game of Thrones characters, and this one is definitely um, Grey Worm, I feel. Hmm. Remember him? Picture him, but I I feel like a little older, maybe a little more weathered. And he's like, um, if you lay one hand on these horses, this will be the last day you breathe. I think we might leave it right there. Oh, man. (laughs) We're walking through snow. We're walking and Snook is so slow. <laughs> Rude. 
We're walking and it's dangerous. Dangerous for us. We're walking through snow. Where does this path go? What's on the other side? We don't know. But we must go forward. We get to an entrance and push the door open. We see horses inside and on the plaques their names are Toblerone, Almond Joy, Shamrock, Ritter Sport, and for joining us for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Tealy and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as a narrator. Music for this episode was an Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland and Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to This American Dice at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help us out. Austin will read every five-star review as your favorite mountain stronghold. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. Damn it. I feel like when I finally get it right, then I always do it wrong the second time. <laughs> Can people see that when I mess up like that? No, you're good. Mess up as much as you want. Well, in that case, <laughs> not a lot though. Cause I have to edit it out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shane Jan just holds his, uh, bird calling staff closer. Like, Oh, sorry. <laughs>